You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day available on apple Podcasts, on itunes wherever you get your podcasts from i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter pelicans insider credentialed member of the media and editor over at lockdownpelicans.com here with you all on this tuesday the day that the pelicans don't play but there's a big game going on between the san antonio spurs and the golden state warriors do you want this series extended do you want it to end right now so that we can move on to the second round i'm going to answer that question for you all in the podcast today as well Let's talk about the news that came out yesterday that Gentry is here for at least, at least one more year. Is he going to get an extension? Why haven't they done one just yet with him? We'll talk about all of that and more in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So let's start with the biggest news of the day, and this was broke uh, by Woj over at ESPN. And forgive me, there's construction all around me here, and I'm going to try and filter out the noise for you all. But the big news was that Alvin Gentry's team option for next season was picked up. And I mean, this is no surprise. The team just made the playoffs. They swept the Portland Trailblazers. So of course you're going to keep the coach that's led them through a tremendous record since the start of the new year, since DeMarcus Cousins went down, a guy that the players seem to really love, and you want to keep some continuity going into next season. That's a very big thing. Though, cautionary tale, we kind of saw this a little bit before after the last playoff run where they hired Gentry and they kept the entire roster the same, and we all know how that ended. But that's mainly due to injuries more than anything else. So it makes sense, though, to keep Gentry. They're playing his style of ball. You give the extensions as well to the assistant coaching staff, Ehrman, Finch, and the like. That's going to be very important, too, because both those guys are going to be under consideration for head coaching jobs. Maybe not this offseason, but perhaps next. And so I think you'll see their names kind of thrown up there. So doing what you can to keep them here is definitely a good thing. It sounds like this is for $4 million for next year. Given Gentry's original deal was for three and a half, three point seven five, three point two five, what have you, four sounds like the normal thing for a fourth year deal. Now, again, we said this came after you sweep the Portland Trailblazers. Of course, you're going to keep the head coach. But the interesting thing here was that this was done before the playoffs even started, according to Woj. And he might have more details than I do. It's not Mike. He definitely does have more details than I do. My understanding was that this was a team option that automatically guaranteed should the team make the playoffs at some point during Gentry's tenure, which if you were his agent makes a ton of sense to try and negotiate into his original contract, given that the team fired Monty Williams right after he didn't make the playoffs. He would have loved an extra year here to try and make it a second time and keep that kind of thing going. So Gentry coming in, having seen that, makes sense to have negotiated it in that if they do make the playoffs, it automatically gets guaranteed. Team saying they picked it up and they did it before the playoffs occurred. I think this could be the Pelicans just throwing it out there to make it look like they did the right thing here versus them, you know, having to pick it up no matter what. And ultimately, it's semantics and who really cares. It doesn't necessarily change anything. No matter what, even if it didn't guarantee for the playoffs, they were going to pick it up to bring him back next year. There's no question about that. But what I think you're also going to see is this team work on a contract extension for him this offseason. You're not going to do it right now during the playoffs or anything like that. You don't want that to be a distraction. Just let him know we'll work on a contract extension. We've picked it up for next year so that you get it. It's guaranteed, even though, again, it's already guaranteed. 
And I think this, you know, will send a loud and clear message to this team, to this fan base, for this franchise, that things are set. Gentry's also done a hell of a job impressing Gail Benson, the now team owner. And even though she's been groomed for this for a number of years, she still is a new owner stepping in, maybe making some of her own first impressions for everything. But you saw the hug she gave him after the sweep of the Portland Trailblazers. You saw her up there in Portland, spending time with the team, really enjoying this whole thing. She really likes what's going on here with the New Orleans Pelicans, and that's very important. So based off of that, you can almost guarantee that this guy, this team is going to give Alvin Gentry uh, a longer-term extension. I think you want to show some continuity here, particularly if you do then make the playoffs after next year. You're really building something for the future. Also, you might then lock Gentry in for a cheaper deal than you would if he was a two-time playoff coach with the New Orleans Pelicans. And also, again, you're seeing some of the genius of him come out during this playoff run when you can game plan for four to seven games rather than this opponent one night and then a night or two later another opponent. I think that's a very big thing to really get in there as well, that you're really seeing this work. The game plan against Portland was brilliant. You have to figure they're going to come up with another one here for the Golden State Warriors, and we'll talk about that in a minute and why I want that series to get tipped off as soon as possible. Now, we know less about general manager Del Demps' contract, but it makes sense that his would line up and run concurrent to Alvin Gentry, given that that was the first head coach he really got to hire, bringing in his own guy. And you kind of tie their fates together, which makes a lot of sense. And so you have to figure that, yeah, it's probably got another team option here that they just picked up from making the playoffs and things are looking good. And despite Demps not being the most popular person through the first, what, five to six years of his tenure here in New Orleans, and I was on WWL radio last night talking just about this, that he has done a really great job these past 24 months, the past year and a half, starting with the DeMarcus Cousins trade, Rondo in free agency, Ian Clark in free agency, making the little moves that kind of have put this team over the hump and are in playoff contention now into the second round. You know, you have a guy like Darius Miller that he pulled out of Europe. That was a great signing. Those type of things, bringing Miritich in and getting rid of Omer Oshik, which admittedly he had to do because he signed Oshik to that terrible contract and he had to kind of make up for that and work and give up a first round pick to get rid of it. But that's okay um, when you look at everything now, kind of. But, you know, that all played a factor into everything. But what I'm saying is, he's done a very good job recently. And if there's one thing that he's been excellent at his entire tenure here in New Orleans, it's filling out the edges of the roster. You can name names here, and they've gotten the Pelicans in playoff contention. They've gotten them into the playoffs. Think Pondexter, that trade back in 2015, bringing in Norris Cole in. Norris Cole, who played very well for the Pels after the trade deadline and really helped them get into the playoffs against the Warriors. You know, Norris Cole, who was not good ever before that or really after that, but had that magical run with the Pels for him. That was very important. Uh, you had a Mecca Okafor this year because you needed someone to start at center to kind of take Anthony Davis into that power forward role as you figured out your rotations and everything post-boogie and starting him coincided I think with that 10 game winning streak all of that was very important and for this team that's gonna re-sign DeMarcus Cousins gonna be over the salary cap next year you need a guy who can find those diamonds in the rough who scouts the G League who scouts 
overseas, which Dell Demps does personally, and might also be to take some free vacations, who knows, but those are the type of players you need to help this roster in the future. You're going to have the maybe taxpayer mid-level exception next year, or the full mid-level. You're not going to have much of it, um, or much money to spend, I should say. You don't have cap space. You've got to use the exceptions to your advantage. Well, he's perfect at doing that. That's the type of guy you want at the helm of this team right now, and in the foreseeable future. So I think you'll see him also get an extension. Tomorrow is Wednesday, which means I will be hosting the Locked On NBA podcast. So make sure you listen and subscribe. There are playoff games going on every night. It's not easy to keep up with 50-point quarters from the Rockets, surprise wins from the Wizards and Bucks. Make sure you tune in to Locked On NBA to know what's going on around the association. So let's look ahead a little bit here with the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Golden State Warriors back in the Bay Area for Game 5 tonight. Golden State up 3-1 in this series and while on WWL radio last night. And I've had a number of people ask me this one recently. Uh, Matt Moscona did yesterday as well on ESPN radio here in New Orleans in Baton Rouge when I was on with him. That do you want Golden State to end this series tonight or do you want the Spurs to drag this one out a little bit more and maybe keep that Golden State team tired and there's an obvious and an easy answer here and it's you want Golden State to win tonight and there's multiple reasons for that the number one being Steph Curry and you don't want this guy to or to get back in time for any other games. If the Golden State Warriors think they're going to win this series, they're going to keep Steph Curry on the shelf right now, keep getting him some rest, and then have him come back for the series against New Orleans should this go to six or seven games. All of a sudden, he gets an extra week before you need to worry about your second-round opponent. That's not what New Orleans wants. If they want to have a chance in this series, you really need Steph Curry to not be nearly as effective or not play at all. And I think the sooner this this series ends and the sooner the next round starts that's only going to help New Orleans though I'm really fairly confident from what I've been hearing coming out of the Golden State uh, team that you'll see Curry back for game one if not game two really is when I think you'll definitely see him back in there now how effective he'll be is the real question and that's the other reason you want Golden State to win this series right away look at Solomon Hill who'd missed most of the season came back and hasn't been as effective. You can see he's still a little bit out of shape. He's still a little bit rusty, and it's just not all there for him. Solomon Hill, of course, being a guy who's going to need to have a big series for New Orleans if they want to try and beat Golden State. But that's for the podcast, maybe tomorrow or later in the week. But you see the rust there with Solomon Hill. Curry has been out for five weeks right now. Make it six, say, by the time he really starts uh, coming back into the second round of the playoffs, let's say. That's not a great thing. You're still going to be rusty. You're still not going to be entirely in game shape. And we've seen with Solomon Hill and other players, this is just a well-known thing and something we've got plenty of evidence of, that it can make things a little bit harder for you. And Golden State last year in the playoffs, even though they didn't have Steph Curry in the first round, looked a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, they swept the Blazers, but those games were closer than they probably should have been. And we've seen them be a little bit vulnerable without Steph Curry out there. And if he's only playing 80%, you can win a game or two against them because his shooting isn't there. And that's kind of the key to making their entire offense work. Without Curry, they trot out lineups that don't have a ton of shooting. And the Pelicans will live with that and can potentially beat those lineups. So him not being as effective is definitely very important. And to get him at his least effective, you're going to want him back for game six 
day one or two, not having played at any other ones. If this goes to game seven against the Spurs, let's say, he might come back. And if you give him 15 minutes in each half there, well, that's shaking off some of that rust and you don't want that to be the case uh, for him and for Golden State as they start to then maybe get clicking because this still is the team that maybe has the best roster ever assembled in NBA history. So another reason why I want this series to start as soon as possible for the Pelicans is we talked about rust with Steph Curry, but what about rust for the Pelicans? By the time the series tips off, it might be Saturday, and that's a week off for the Pels. They've got enough rest in at that point. There's no real injuries they need to worry about here. Everyone seems pretty healthy, and whatever it is will have healed in that time most likely. Maybe it's, you know, Miritich Sankle, any lingering nicks or things like that that Anthony Davis picked up during the series, but everyone's healthy. Everyone's fine. You don't need to worry about anything. You don't want these guys sitting on the shelf, getting a little bit rusty and not carrying over the hot form that they had against the Portland Trailblazers. And at this point, they've got enough. So let's just get out on the court. The Pelicans already have now the rest advantage. They also have the game planning advantage. We've talked about this a lot recently on the Pel- uh, on the podcast here, that the Pels have come up with a really good game plan for most opponents in these final weeks of the regular season, and then a masterful one against the Portland Trailblazers. They've had so much time to watch game film. They've had so much time now by the time the series starts to have practiced and to kind of know what they're trying to do. Give the Warriors less time to do that. They are still game planning, probably even as you're listening to this podcast right now, the the San Antonio Spurs. They're not focusing on the second round opponent yet. Give them a little bit less time. New Orleans has enough already. You want them out on the court to execute and to keep this high level of play and to carry this momentum forward. That's definitely an important thing for the team. And hey, now that everyone's got extensions for a, a year, um, not a full extension, they, their options picked up, let's say. Everyone's going to be happy. You've got all of the momentum. You've got the city involved. Don't let this kind of drop or sag a little bit. Just let's get this done, Golden State, and let's move on to the next round of the playoffs. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. There is a lot of construction going on around me, and they are about to start pile driving some things in, so we are going to end it right here. Quicker podcast for you today, just talking about why we want the Warriors to win the uh, options picked up for Alvin Gentry and staff and why they're going to get extensions alongside Dell Demps. The biggest news of the day here on Locked on Pelicans. Tomorrow, hopefully, assuming the Warriors win, we're going to start previewing what you need to know about that series. Again, we'll look at it position by position. We'll try and do a a crossover podcast again with the Locked On Warriors host. We'll bring in some other guests to talk about it as well because this is going to be fun. The second round of the playoffs are nearly here. Pelicans should have their opponent hopefully again tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun and we'll give you everything you need to know here on Locked On Pelicans. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow. 